What's it like when you actually leave your job, leave the employee world for the last time and become an entrepreneur? For my clients, that is the ultimate goal, to be ready to make the leap and say goodbye to the rat race forever. But even though it's an exciting time, it can rapidly turn into a challenging time if you're not careful. So I'm letting you know what it's really like when you go from being an employee to becoming your own boss, the good, the bad and the ugly. I share three mistakes a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs make and how to make sure that you are prepared and ready for when you leave your job and start building your business full time. Are you ready to find out more? Then let's dive in. Hi, I'm Nicola O'Hara, and not so long ago, I navigated my way out of a successful corporate career to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Now I live a life of freedom and work where, when, how, and with whom I choose. I created this podcast to teach you the strategies I learned and share the knowledge and tools I needed during my escape journey so you can make your move out of your day job faster, smarter, and with greater ease. Think of me as your mentor, teacher, guide, and cheerleader through the highs and lows of the employee to entrepreneur roller coaster. If you're an aspiring entrepreneur feeling trapped, unappreciated, and unfulfilled in your job, and longing to break free to build a business and life you're passionate about, you're in the right place. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. Well, hey there, and welcome to another episode. So if you're a regular listener, you will know I talk a lot about creating and building a business to the point where you can say goodbye to your day job. So you can finally get to that day when you walk out of the the office door for the last time, straight into business you're passionate about. That is the ultimate goal, right? But how prepared are you to become your own boss, to say goodbye to the structures and rules of the employee world? Because The move from the employee world to being your own boss is a massive change. I'm not going to deny it. But being being aware of what to expect and preparing for those first few months will set you up for success. So in my experience, typically there are one or two ways people feel when they leave their job on their last day. One is excited, confident, can't wait to get out that door and embark on this new adventure, but potentially not preparing for the challenges and not realizing the effect it will have on them. They think all their problems are over and they've now escaped. Other people are nervous. What have I done? It's all up to me now. Have I made a mistake? And basically overthinking everything, getting stuck in all the things that go wrong and getting into overwhelm, maybe already regretting the decision. Now, obviously, neither of these is the right attitude to have. Ideally, there'll be a balance. When they leave, they would be excited about the change, but also aware of the challenges and have fully prepared for them. They are ready to step into their CEO's shoes and start running their business with confidence. Now, I remember when I left my corporate job, I have to say I was probably more on the excited and can't wait side. I remember that final walk out of the building like it was yesterday. So I'd done all the goodbyes and the farewell gifts of my team and the hugs and everything else. And I walked out the doors to the elevators now, I worked in a 30-store building and the elevator went down to the floor just above the um, ground floor. So you took the last level by escalator or moving stairway. So I got out of the elevator and walked over to the escalator and stood on the stairs as they moved slowly down. And that moment, I remembered all those times. I'd gone up and down those stairs in the seven years with the company. It became almost like a, a kind of a, a highlight reel. On those stairs, I dreamed about the business I wanted 
and I'd been frustrated about the work I was doing some of the time and all of the time counting down the days until it would be the last time that I was actually on it. I'd imagine what it'd be like. I played the video in my head of what my last day would be like so many times and there I was, riding down them for the last time, living that video. It was really surreal out-of-body experience. I can't really explain it. I could not believe the day I had planned for so long to actually come. I was free. And there was something amazing about hitting that long-held goal and being in the moment. So have you thought about your final day in your job? What will your last walk look like? Have you created the vision of that in your mind? If you haven't, do it now. Because the more you run that reel in your mind, the more likely it will be to happen in real life because you will make it happen. Anyway, on that last day, I was euphoric. And that lasted for a few weeks. But then, of course, the doubts begin to settle in. After that super high, it was a little bit of an anticlimax. My life had changed hugely, but everything was just going on as normal. The responsibility was now on me to make this work. I was still confident, but suddenly I felt a bit alone and a little bit down. Luckily, I'd been warned about this by an entrepreneur friend, so I was prepared as how to deal with it. At the time she told me, I said, there's no way I'm going to feel down. I want this so much. I'm so ready to make this change and I'm so excited about my business. But she was right. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't depressed or anything. But after all the build up to leaving, it was challenging to keep the energy up. Even knowing that this might happen and preparing for an advance, it took a while to fully step up as the boss in my own company and to feel like the CEO And just not to have any of that um, employee energy still in me. So today I'm going to share with you what you, you can expect to think, feel and do when you've left your job. And more importantly, how you can prepare in advance so you don't fall into the common traps and instead start showing up and being comfortable as the boss as soon as possible. Now, there are three common mistakes that prevent people from getting their transition from employee to entrepreneur right. The first mistake is they underestimate how big a change this is and become a bit lost and maybe even a little depressed. This is particularly true if they've been working for 10, 15 or 20 years and therefore have been used to one way of working for a long time and are not mentally prepared for the change. They're then surprised when there is a low after the high. However much they've been excited to leave, there is a sense of anticlimax. It's just them at home, at their desk, or in their shop, or at their glamping park. Even if they have a team, they are the ultimate boss and are alone in making the decisions. They may not also have considered what they will lose because they've been so caught up in planning for the business. They realise that They're going to lose their work colleagues, so no more kitchen chats or instant messages or phone calls. No no more being part of the team. No more work drinks or grabbing lunch or dinner later. Also things like the structure and routine is, is changed. So in other words, they go from an environment full of structure and daily routines, even if they hated them, to nothing. Weeks with no appointments and endless time stretch ahead. Now I know that sounds amazing when you don't have a second to yourself. And it is amazing at the start, but if they don't get something at some kind of routine and structure in place, it's, it's going to be so easy to procrastinate and delay in getting things done. Also, there's no accountability. So even if they don't get anything done, there's no one to pull them up on it. When they've had a boss for so long, losing that person to be accountable to is a bit of a culture shock. I want to say here that it's totally normal to feel some disorientation. As humans, we adapt to where we are in order to fit in and get along with others. 
It's not because you aren't cut out for being a business owner or can never be your own boss. It's just because you've been used to one way of doing things. Up to that point, these people have been likely been as part of an institution of some sort. So in other words, a place that has educational, professional or a social purpose. So school, then maybe college or university or perhaps straight into the world of work. Maybe they had a year of travel, but in the main, they've been part of larger places that involve a lot of people, that have rules and ways of doing things. And then they align themselves into whatever institution they're in. They might have experienced some feelings of disorientation in the past when moving jobs, for example. But that is temporary as they adjust and eventually adapt into their new place. So think back to when you left school. It was great to leave, wasn't it? But it was also a bit odd too, right? Not having the routine anymore, not seeing all your friends every day. But then you either go on to further education or into a job. And when you do join another institution, you start to align with the rules and the norms there pretty quickly. The thing is, when you become your own boss, that doesn't happen. There's no one going to tell you what to do. There's no culture to adapt to. There's no rules to get used to. And that can make you a little bit giddy at first, but then the reality hits. And if you're not careful, you can feel a bit lost in that. The good news is that you will get used to it and eventually thrive. But there will be a time when it doesn't quite fit. For some, that can be weeks and for others, months. But the more prepared you are in advance, the less time it will take. That means becoming the boss before you leave your job. Deciding how, when and where you will work in advance to create your new company culture so it's ready for you when you metaphorically walk in the door to it. Okay, that leads me on to the next mistake, which is they've not thought about how they want to work in advance. They may not even have considered that they can work in another way. So they haven't thought about what's important to them in relation to their new company, their new business, and how they want to work within that. And the danger of that is that they just slip into the rhythm of their old job, doing the same hours, using the same tech and systems, basically transplanting the office that they used to have to their home office. Let me tell you something radical. You don't need to start at 8 in the morning or 9 in the morning. You don't need to stop at 6pm or even at 7pm or 8pm. You can work four days a week if you want to. You can work just mornings or just just work after lunch. You don't have to use Microsoft Word. There are other systems. The problem about not having systems and processes and ways of working set up in advance is it can lead them to to just drift and procrastinate. And then they feel frustrated and unhappy in their new business because they don't really feel free because they're still doing the same old things, aren't they? Okay, so the final mistake is going straight from the job into working for their business without a break. Wanting to do this, of course, is only natural. They want to get on with things because they want to start making money or they need to manage their existing side hustle business. Or they might just be so excited they just want to get going and do all the things they wanted to do while they were in their job. But it is really important to take that break. Now, I can hear you saying, yeah, that sounds great, but I will need to make some money immediately. I just can't afford to stop. And look, that is totally understandable. You are now the source of income. You won't be paid by anyone else. But I'm saying you can't afford not to take a break. You need to look at this time as an investment in yourself and your business and your future. You need to take this time into account when you're saving your money cushion before you leave. It really is that important. Another concern you might have is that if you have a side hustle that you're going to be going full time in, then you'll still need to manage that business. You can't take a break. And like, I get that. 
I think launching your business while you're in your job as a side hustle can be a great path out. So if you already have a thriving business, you may not be able to take three weeks out, but you should be able to take at least one. There needs to be that line in the sand to celebrate you moving into your new life. And from a practical perspective, going full-time in your business will take energy even though you're doing something you love. You still need to be at full strength. You will just burn out if you don't take a break. Okay, now you know the three main mistakes that people make. I'm going to share some ways you can prepare for the first few weeks after you leave your job um, while you're starting to build your new business. So my first tip is to get really clear on exactly how you want to run your business. Think about your personality, your strengths and weaknesses, your values, and then design the business that you want to have. Think about the best times of working that will play to your energy zones, those times when you're at your peak. Then set new routines and choose new systems and processes to match. This is all in advance. Think about this all in advance before you even get started in it. Think about how you will want to dress, not just when you're at your desk, uh, but when you're out and being the face of your business, when you're on video, when you're on photos, when you're out live. Who is the real you and how can you show that with your sense of style in your new business? So as I said, you can plan all this in advance. So enjoy creating the ways of working that you have always dreamed about while you've been in your job. So if, you, if you've ever said, I wish I could just arrive later, I'm just, I, I'm just not a morning person, I'll be great to arrive later in the day. Or you've said, I wish I could just get out of the office into a coffee shop today, work away from things. Or if, I, if, if only I could wear clothes that actually match my real personality, but you know, obviously are against the office rules for some reason. Or I wish I could just work four days a week. I would be so much more productive and then I'll have more of a break. Then this is your opportunity to design your working life however you want it. My last tip is to make sure you found your tribe before you leave. So other entrepreneurs that you can chat with and who can work as your virtual team. I've talked a lot about building your tribe in other episodes. um, So do check those out. But basically it's finding people in the entrepreneur, entrepreneur world that can be your best buddies, who can be your team, who can be those people you turn to, you know, those people you would message normally or talk to in the kitchen, um, then you you can have them virtually on call. And actually for those first few weeks, particularly when you're actually in your business, booking calls with them in advance for that first week that you're full-time so that you know you've got something in there and you've got some accountability and you just have somebody who, who can cheer you on. Share your thoughts and feelings with them, however you're feeling, because you can be sure that they've had those thoughts and feelings sometime um, in their entrepreneurial journey. And organize meets with your friends, not your work friends yet. You need to immerse yourself in your new entrepreneurial world. You don't want to be hearing the latest office gossip or who's going to be promoted or who's leaving or anything to do with the, with the office world for a while. You need to immerse yourself in your new entrepreneurial world. Um, and eventually when you start hearing about that things, it just feel it just sounds so alien to you, that whole world. To me now, when I talk to ex-colleagues, it just feels like it was a, a lifetime ago. And lastly, take a break after you finish your job. I'm not talking about a few days. I mean at least a week or two, or even better, three. You know when you've had your annual leave and it takes at least a week to, to decompress from the job because you're just so exhausted from work? And the second week flies by and then suddenly you're back at your desk working again. So use week one to just relax and re-energize and distance yourself from your job. Week two could be doing personal stuff you never had time for. 
And week three is when you start to step into your CEO shoes and finalize those plans on how you will actually work. So that in week four, you start as an entrepreneur, as a business owner who is fully in control with a plan and knowing exactly what you're going to be doing every day. So start planning what you're going to do in your transition break now. Think about all the things you'll want to do in that time. Maybe take an overseas holiday. Do all the things you've missed out on in your busy life as an employee. Or just hang at home and enjoy time to yourself. Whatever you decide, make it something you're really going to look forward to so it becomes part of your future vision that you're aiming for. Or if you're planning on leaving soon or have already left, then you can add it to your plan now. Do it now. Even if you already started in your business, take some time off, reset, build your energy and start from a place of power. Now, one of the things I did during my transition break was decluttering. I know it doesn't seem very exciting, but I promise it made a big difference. So let me talk you through what I did. So decluttering is when you get rid of anything in your life that you have no need for. It can be physical possessions, electronic documents, or even people. You don't need to be living in a mess to need to declutter. Declutter became really popular in the last few years or so because of Marie Kondo's The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. Now, I'm not suggesting you need to fold your socks or have a place for everything, but in terms of your old employee life, you need to declutter. This is your symbolic way of saying goodbye to the past and making room for your new future. It's your commitment to yourself you're going to go full out in your new business. So why does it work? Well, it tells your brain that certain things are no longer important. It's a way of opening up yourself to the next chapter and you're closing the door in the past and telling yourself that you're not going back. Search out anything related to your employee life. Documents like contracts, promotion letters, payslips, anything that you've, you've had over the years. And then shred them or, or tear them up. Now look, if you do need to keep some of them because you need to keep them for audit purposes or you just might need them in the future, then scan them and keep them in a folder out of the way. You just don't want to be seeing them and you know, cluttering up your, your spaces, your shelves that you're going to need for your business documents. If you're like me, you'll also have accumulated lots of documents and paper from your employee life. It is so good to shred or just rip up, rip up that stuff that used to be important, but that you no longer need. What about any files you may have at home related to that job? Look, I know you're not supposed to have, but we all accumulated some stuff, haven't we? Also, if you have clothing like suits or smart dresses that you always wore in that job, then give them to charity. Look, yes, you may be able to wear them again, but they represent that time. You're not that person anymore. If you start wearing that clothing again, you'll just always remember yourself as that employee. So you you don't want to be wearing it again, even if it's one of your favorite dresses, just... Get rid of it, get it out of the house, get it out to a charity shop. It's especially good to get rid of any logoed merchandise from past companies like caps, mugs, umbrellas, t-shirts or pens. You don't need to be seeing that anymore. Now look, I know that everyone has bad memories from their job. So if you have good memories from your job and you want to keep something to, to remember it by, then just keep one or two things. I had a mix. There were some things I hated about the corporate world, but a lot of it I really enjoyed. So I kept a few things that meant something to me but got rid of the rest. Now, one thing to add here is this is not, doesn't need to be done in a really vengeful kind of way. You're not setting it all alight and dancing around it, laughing as it burns. <laughs> Let's get that clear. This is about clearing the way for your new business and life. You can be thankful for what you learned during your years as an employee as you declutter and then say goodbye and focus fully on the future. The bottom line is the move away from the employee world to being your own boss is a massive change. 
But being aware of what to expect and preparing for those first few months will really help you when it comes to your independent state. So avoid the common mistakes and make sure you take the time to make the change. Get clear on what you want for your business to work and make sure you've brought together a group of people to be your virtual team as you make the transition. Oh, and don't forget to declutter and create a clean page for your next chapter. Please don't underestimate this time. It is a big step and you should want to mark it and celebrate it. But also be kind to yourself and understand that you're not going to throw off all those years of employee conditioning overnight. But you will do it. And like me, you will know there's no going back because you're now so conditioned to be your own boss, you'll not be able to imagine another life. Okay, that's it for this time. Go to the episode show notes for the main points uh, and to see a photo of me on my first day as my own boss. I can still remember my happiness and excitement that day. I so want that for you too. Remember, you deserve to live your passion. So get started now. This is your time. Hey, so if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google or Amazon so you know as soon as a new episode is released and don't miss out. And while you're there, feel free to give a rating or drop in a comment. I would love to hear from you. 